This Week in Wealth is powered by Alpha Wealth Group. If you're serious about retirement and have saved $250,000 or more, call Alpha Wealth Group's Tom Fortino now, 630-934-1855 or alphawealthgroup.com. Alpha Wealth Group, retirement made simple. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to This Week in Wealth. I'm your host, Tom Fortino. I'm the principal and founder of the Alpha Wealth Group right here in the Chicagoland area. If you want to get a hold of us, you can always call us at 630-934-1855. That's 630-934-1855. Of course, you can go to our website, alphawealthgroup.com. That's alphawealthgroup.com. Got a lot to get into today. On today's show, we're going to talk about deadlines, procrastination, end-of-year stuff specifically, a uh, number of things, again, we want to get into that are pretty important to your planning. If I get a chance to, I want to talk a little bit about Social Security coming up, October. We're talking about the cost of living raise and kind of understanding this whole uh, Social Security decision. Also, some meetings I had this week. There's always, I think, lessons that can be drawn from these. So I want to give some examples of that as well. But let me get started. I'm just going to dig right in. We're going to talk about you know, we're coming into the two weeks away. I know it sounds crazy because I was scheduling some appointments and I looked and it's like, what guy? Wow, that's October 2nd. But we're here. We're going into the fourth quarter. And so I don't think it's too early because there's a number of things we want to talk about it when it comes up to the end of the year. Sometimes it's deadlines that hopefully can make us act. You know, it's interesting. A lot of us tend to procrastinate. In fact, I saw this. This was interesting. I read this. This is Joseph Farrar. He's he's a professor of psychology at DePaul University right here in Chicago. And he said around 20% of U.S. adults are chronic procrastinators. So that means you, you may not be a chronic procrastinator, but there's a good chance you're a procrastinator. And um, this is a very interesting article. I think we all can relate to this about... Uh, you know, you thought you had a week left to finish a project that was really due the next day. The time you decided not to clean your house because you didn't feel like doing it right now. Those are the types of things we're talking about. But this is critical because, you know, when we talk, and again, I'm going to be specific, and then I'm going to offer this information to you, this end-of-year report, the end-of-year planning report. What do I mean by that? You have until the end of this year to do Roth conversions, December 31st. Not Roth contributions, Roth conversions. I'm going to explain some things there. Two, you have until the end of the year to maximize or make the maximum contribution to your employer plan. You have until the end of the year to set up a health savings account. You have until the end of the year to take your required minimum distribution. So there's much more in this report. I can't get into everything but, you know, these are things that we, we have this deadline coming up. If we don't accomplish them by December 31st, we've lost a year to do some of these things. So, again, let me give you some specific examples. Roth conversions. Okay, you hear me talk about tax planning quite a bit. And it's important because, you know, when you get into retirement, every penny of your pension is taxable. Every penny of your tax-deferred accounts, 401Ks, IRAs, is taxable at whatever the tax rate is in the future, which, of course, we don't know. And then up to 85% of your Social Security benefits can be taxable. So we want to get into all of this. Now, how do we get we get to tax-free? Well, let's talk about Roth conversions and getting to Roth. Now, you can, you can do Roth IRA contributions. I'm not talking about that right now. But certainly, let's not forget about those. If you're over age 50, that's 7500 per person per year. So... You can do both. So I would just tell you, absolutely, you know, if you can do a Roth contribution, do that uh, as well. But Roth conversions, you have, again, until the end of this year to do a Roth conversion. What is that? That's taking money out of a tax-deferred account 
and putting it into a tax-free Roth. It is a taxable event. But here's the thing. Again, we can do it systematically. So let me give you the rules. Uh, You can do a Roth conversion at any time. You can do a Roth conversion at any age. You can do a Roth conversion in any amount. So if you have $100,000 in an IRA account or a 401k and you want to get that to a Roth, you could do every penny tomorrow, right? You will get a 1099 in January that's going to say 100000 on it. You're going to put it on your tax returns, and you're going to pay the taxes. Now, the, again, I'm not saying you do it all at once. You can do it systematically. And that's why I talk about these deadlines, because you could do 20000 this year. Then next year, do another 20000 So over a five-year period, maybe do 20000 a year. Stay in your current marginal tax bracket. But you've still accomplished the same thing where you've got, you've actually repositioned $100,000 that will never be taxed the rest of your life. So this is why this stuff is important. Again, this is in this report. How many of us are doing these things? And by the way, right now, 2020, at the end of 2023, um, we only have two more years left of these, what are historically lower tax brackets with the Tax Cuts and Job Act from 2017. They are set to sunset in 2026. So again, maybe this is an opportunity to do it in a 12% or a 22 marginal tax bracket. So if I asked you the question, can you move, if you wanted to move some money over today at 12 or 22% to never pay tax on it again, no required distributions, doesn't tax your social security, would you do it? So even if you do, sometimes I suggest this when I sit down with people, I say, look, if you haven't done it before, I know it may be a little, um, you know, you may be a little cautious in doing it. Maybe do 5,000 or 10,000. And you know, once you get used to it, you see how it works, maybe you'll be a little more apt to continue to do this. This is how we start to do these things. The other thing is, I'll get a second idea here, and then I'm going to offer this information. And I do want to include, I'm going to include the tax brackets. Now, you can look these up, but if I include this with this information, then you can look at it and see where's your taxable income, what tax bracket you are in, and you can really start to, you know, to do some of these things and uh, it becomes infectious. The other thing is um, your employer plans, right? You have until the end of the year. Again, if you don't do, if you don't max out your employer plan by, by the end of the year, you have lost a year to maximize it. You can do up to, if you're over age 50, up to $30,000 a year in your employer plan, your 401k contributions. So I would say, again, it, it, this is kind of a call to action. Call your 401k provider. Ask them, how much have I contributed year to date? You may be surprised. This is an opportunity, too, to get more familiar with these plans and understand what your options are. If you've only put in 10000 year-to-date, you can accelerate. Remember, this is the last. We have three months. So you can say, for the last three months of the year, increase my contributions, double my contribution. You can do that. You can also ask to put them into a Roth. You see how we're starting to do some of these things? And so um, required minimum distribution, HSAs. I want to get into a number of different things as we move along here. But let me offer this report because, I, again, I can't get into everything. It's called the end-of-year planning report. These are, this is almost a checklist you can use, and I think you can pretty much pull it out every year and look at this maybe in the final quarter of the year and start to do things today that are going to have an impact down the road. So if you want that report, there's no cost or obligation. We'll get it out. Of, I'm going to include the end-of-year planning report. I'll also include the tax brackets in there. I want you to have this sheet as a reference. 630-934-1855. 630-934-1855. Nine three four eighteen fifty five to get your end of year planning report. Many many ideas in there um, for you to start to put things in place and not procrastinate because action and you start taking action. This is really going to be impactful. And I would bet 
you're going to be happy. You're going to look and say, I'm glad I did these. Again, December 31st is going to come and go. Let's not, let's not procrastinate. Uh, coming up, I do want to get into some other ideas on Social Security. They're going to be raising, it looks like, 3% cost of living. I do also want to get into a meeting I had, talk about a meeting I had this week. There's some ideas in there that I think will be helpful. So stick around. A lot more to get into. You're listening to Tom Fortino on This Week in Wealth here on 720 WGN. Welcome back to This Week in Wealth. I'm your host, Tom Fortino. I'm the principal and founder of the Alpha Wealth Group. If you want to get a hold of us, uh, 630-934-1855, 630-934-1855. And uh, you can always go to our website, alphawealthgroup.com. There's a lot of great information in there. You can register for some of our upcoming classes. Um, if you have a question, schedule a time to meet. It's all available there on our website. Uh, you know, today, as I was saying, I wanted to get into a number of things I do want to get into, of course, is, but, you know, we... The important thing here, I thought, is we have deadlines coming up, and I think all too often, we know it happens, uh, we procrastinate. And so, unfortunately, a lot of times, and many times, it's to our detriment. And it's interesting because we're coming into, I I thought, should I start talking about these? Is it too early? But I don't think it's too early because we're going into this fourth quarter. In a couple weeks, we're in October. We have three months left. I mean, you see how this year has passed. I can't tell you how many people come into the office and say, you know what, I woke up one day and I was uh, a few years out from retirement. So these are ideas that I want to provide that can make a difference in things that you can do every year. And as I said, if December 31st comes and go, we've lost a year to do those. I talked a little bit in the first segment about Roth conversions. And many times there's opportunities to do Roth conversions in your current tax bracket. In other words, you're going to take money that uh, from retirement accounts, reposition them into a Roth. You can do any amount at any time at any age is what I said. So this is an opportunity to take a look at these things. What does that accomplish? Number one, it puts money into account that will never be taxed for the rest of your life. It doesn't matter what tax rates are in the future, number one. Number two, it reduces your required minimum distributions because there are no required minimum distributions in Roths. And potentially, it can make more of your Social Security tax-free. Roth IRAs are not only taxable, they'll never go on your 1040. They are not used to determine how much of your Social Security is taxable. So this is why this stuff is important. I talked about also maxing out your employer 401k plans, calling your providers. Now, I just since I just mentioned Social Security, let me tell you, there's something else that's coming up, which is in October, they are going to give the COLA raise. What is it going to be this year? Now, um, they, they're anticipating it's going to be between 3 and 4%. So I want to talk a little bit about Social Security, then I'll get back to some of these end-of-year planning reports. By the way, if you want that, let me, let me offer that since I did mention it. This gets into all of these ideas of things that you have until December 31st to do, right? We have deadlines. April 15th is taxes. December 31st is the end of a tax year. So... The Roth conversions, the you have required minimum distributions, which I'll talk about here in a little bit too. Had it, setting up savings accounts, gifting, right, charitable contributions, all of these things are end of year. So this is in this report, and as I said, I will include the marginal tax brackets too, so you can take a look at that, determine what tax bracket you're in, and do a smart approach to repositioning money into tax-free. So if you want that, again, we'll get it out to you, 630-934-1855, 630-934-1855. Okay, sorry, well, let me get back to uh, 
2024. It says, each October, the Social Security Administration announces the cost of living adjustment or COLA for the following year. The rate is applied to the checks that will be distributed every month. Now, it hasn't been declared yet, but they're expecting somewhere between 3 and 4%, right? What does that mean? That means uh, every year, last year it was 8.9, which is staggering. It was one of the highest amounts, I think, in uh, 40 years. Um, and then the year before, it was 5.9. Uh, this is pretty impactful. This is separate, by the way, from what's called the delayed retirement credit. So think about that. If you if you are looking at when these are these claiming strategies we talk about, and I did the math. You know, if you look at Social Security in 2021, if you had a $2,500 a month benefit, by 2023 it would have been almost 2,900 just based on the cost of living expenses. Because the 5.9, 8.9, I'm sorry, 5.7, and so on, it's increased. And this year, they're, they're anticipating 3.4. So just be 3 to 4%. So just be aware of some of these ways this, this cost of living so uh, increase is added to the Social Security. So for those of you that are considering and looking at it, I just want you to understand that's separate from the 8%. I had a meeting this week, and I said I'd mention this, but this couple came in. And they're looking to retire in like three to four years, okay? And so they're looking at his, his benefit's going to be about 40000 a year, okay? It's full retirement age benefit. And so when we talk about Social Security, you can take it as early as 62. It delays every year. It grows by 8%. So age 70 is the latest year that it grows. So he was looking at 40000 a year. And now she had some work history, too. But her benefit was maybe five hundred a month, um, or about seven eight. It was around seven or eight thousand a year. Let's just say that. And uh, so I explained to them. I said, you know, you have a spousal benefit, which is half of your husband's retirement benefit. Now it can work both ways. You know, the the the, the wife can have a higher benefit or whatever it might be. But the point is, the spouse that has the higher benefit, um, you know, there's a spousal benefit is one half. Of that benefit, and so in this case, they had sixty thousand dollars of income. We were just talking about, you know, their social security uh, benefit, and so I just want you to be aware of how some of these things work. Again, this is another thing that we want to kind of take a look at. For those of you that are looking at social security, again, this is kind of another call to action. They brought in their statements. We took a look at them, but you can go to ssa.gov for those of you that haven't and figure out what your benefits are. They actually do a good job. You can find out what your benefits are going to be. Again, you hear us talk about this. I talked about Roth conversions and 401k plans and these types of things. This is part of your income plan, and it's it's pretty important to understand because this is going to be income that comes in for life. They also had a pension. We looked at that. We talked about the survivor benefits. I'm going to get into this a little bit more because I want to kind of walk through all of these things because I think it applies in many ways. But let me just... Um, let me just make this uh, other offer. For those of you where these are areas you want to take a look at, we're going to test their plan, right, based on their goals. They want to retire in three years. I'm going to show them where they stand. We're going to do a Social Security analysis. And, again, for those of you that want to take a complete look at your overall plan, and maybe there's some ideas that we can put in place before the end of the year and start this whole process, this can get exciting and create an income plan and, and, uh, and understanding the Social Security decision. All of these things we can get into. Again, if you want to take advantage of that, I call it your complete complimentary retirement plan. 
Give us a call, 630-934-1855, 630-934-1855, if you'd like to schedule a time for that. Coming up, we're going to get into some other ideas on end of your planning. I'm going to continue this discussion about this meeting I had with this couple this past week. You're listening to Tom Fortino here on This Week in Wealth, 720 WGN. Welcome back to This Week in Wealth. I'm your host, Tom Fortino. I'm the principal and founder of the Alpha Wealth Group. If you want to give us a call, you can call us at 630-934-1855. That's 630-934-1855. And you can always go to our website, alphawealthgroup.com. That's alphawealthgroup.com. On today's show, we've been talking about this end-of-year planning. In other words, moves that um, you have until December 31st uh, to make. Otherwise, you've lost a year to do these things. I've talked about Roth conversions. You have until the end of the year. I mentioned maxing out your 401k plan or converting to a Roth contributions. I want to talk about required minimum distributions because there's two different groups that could be impacted by that. And there's also been changes there. We're going to get into that as well. If you wanted that report, though, um, the end of your planning report, which lists out all these things, gets into everything from gifting, charitable contributions, itemized deductions, again, all of the things that you, you that could have, be impactful on your overall plan and things that you have until December 31st to do, we'll get that out to you um, as well. You can give us a call at 630-934-1855, 630-934-1855. But I wanted to continue with this meeting I had this week because I thought there were so many good uh, lessons that came from this that hopefully apply to your situation. I was talking in the previous segment about Social Security and understanding there's two things that can increase your benefit. One, of course, is on October, the, the cost of living increase. The past few years, it's been pretty high. I think it was 8.7 last year. It's an interesting sheet. There were actually years that it was zero. 2009 and 2010, you know the increase was zero? That's how, how low inflation was at that time, uh, if, if only. Last year it was 8.7. The year before it was 5.9. This is compounding. And then this year they anticipate it's going to be about 3%. As I said, that's separate from the delayed retirement credit. So if you do go to ssa.gov and pull off your benefits, keep in mind they're probably going to be, in January, they'll be 3% higher or so because they're going to add that to it. So they don't reflect that right now if, again, you look up your benefits. But the point is I just want to talk about this whole Social Security decision and understand because, you know, you keep in mind, and I talked to this couple about maybe deferring till 70, the one spouse is going to have about $40,000 a year when they retire. They're hoping to retire in three to four years. The other spouse whose work history was shorter, um, they get a spousal benefit, which, by the way, is half of the full retirement age, the maximum spousal benefit, half of the full retirement age benefit. So we're talking 20000 So as we sat there and just discussed this, I could say, look, these are just numbers. It's not my opinion. You will have $60,000 of income when you retire, right? He also had a pension, which is really a nice thing. He brought in the, and this is what I, when I tell people, throw everything in a box and come on in. They brought in their pension statement. They requested it. This is another, what I would say, call to action. Um, for those of you that do have a pension option, contact your provider. Um, ask them, pension provider, ask them to send you a, a sheet. They show me the, their benefits. And we, I explained to them, this is what it means. Um, they were going to get a, he was going to planning on taking the lower amount of pension so his, his spouse would have a survivor benefit, right? And so this is typically what they do. They'll give you five, six, seven options, maybe more. 
And so this pension was around 55000 So you think about it, and this is, again, a, a critical point when we talk about your plan, and I talk about this often about having an income plan. These are income streams. Now, they also had assets, a little under a million dollars. I mean, this is these are nice stories to tell about people that have worked very hard. And so, you know, I explained to them, look, your higher Social Security benefit will stay for both your lives uh, because the higher benefit goes to the surviving spouse. So that was more of a reason for uh, the one spouse to defer. You can, again, defer all the way up to 70. Again, it was about 40000 at age 67, that's full retirement age. But if he waits till 70, which they're not there yet, so he doesn't have to make the decision, it's going to be close to 50,000. Think about that. And so this is why this stuff is, these are irrevocable decisions. The pension is an irrevocable decision. The Social Security is an irrevocable decision. So that's why this stuff is so important. And so when I laid this out for him, I said, look, you, you know, depending on when you decide to turn these things on, you're going to have over $100,000 of income. And so I, I just want to be clear about the difference between income and assets. You know, income comes in, and you know the test. I've talked about this before. Income comes in regardless of what's happening in the market. Income comes in regardless of how much savings and investments, and income comes in at any age. So, you know, one of the things, as I say, when you create an income plan, and I, I know we're going off here a little bit. I'll get, I'll get back to some of these other ideas. But really take some time. Um, to th- take a look at where your income source is going to be. What do you have coming in? And then certainly if you're married, what, what is the survivor benefit on some of these things? They actually had, here's another g- good takeaway I think from this, they had a life insurance policy that they purchased. And so not only will the surviving spouse, um, and by the way, in the roughly half of uh, couples, one spouse outlives the other by 10 years or more, Okay. And so um, this is all part of this planning. This is part of the protection piece, right? I talk about the five pieces to your plan. So it, it was kind of nice. We were going through this. The, here's the income piece. Here's, the, here's your, uh, we talked about the doing Roth contributions, the tax piece. And then they had this asset protection piece. What happens if a spouse passes away? Well, they had a life insurance policy. So in this example, the higher Social Security is going to stay with the surviving spouse, this is what we talk about protection. They had a survivor benefit on the pension, and there's going to be a life insurance policy that will pay out. And by the way, life insurance is income tax-free. So, you know, when you look at your plan and say, okay, what does this look like? Um, you know, what are, what are the incomes coming in? And then you have to say, what, do I, what happens in the event of unforeseen events, right? What happens if a spouse passes away? What happens if there's a long-term illness? They also had a disability policy. So these are things that, you know, when you're looking at your plan, a lot of times these are problems that are asleep. And so, again, I hope some of these are, we can start to take a look at this. As I said, let's not procrastinate. Taking a look at what your Social Security benefits are, understanding what your pension benefits are. You may even take a look at annuities that can create lifetime income. That, that's, in, in many cases, joint, if you choose to, you can do a joint lifetime income. Then what's the protection piece? So... This is when you hear me talk about these five pillars to your plan. This is planning. So for those of you who want this information, I know I offered the end of your planning report, but for those, again, of you, for those of you who want to take a look, because they're going to be coming back in a few weeks. I'm going to test their plan. I'm going to analyze it based on their goals. We're going to do the Social Security analysis. I'm going to do a portfolio analysis. And they're going to see where they stand and how, where they stand relative to their goals and are there things they can do between now and when they retire 
And oh yeah, by the end of the year. So again, if any of you want to take advantage of this, throw everything in a box. Come on in. We'll do a complete analysis for you. Again, I call it the complete, complimentary, comprehensive retirement plan. If you want to take advantage of that, give us a call. 630-934-1855. 630-934-1855. Or if you want any information or something specific, just call us. We'll get it out to you. Or if you have a question, you can email us or just want to chat about something. Again, we want to be a resource for you. Okay. Coming up, uh, I want to get back into some of these end-of-year planning ideas that I think are going to be pretty critical in your overall planning. So stick around. You're listening to Tom Fortino on This Week in Wealth here on 720 WGA. Welcome back to This Week in Wealth. I'm your host, Tom Fortino. I'm the principal and founder of the Alpha Wealth Group right here in the Chicagoland area. You want to get a hold of us, you have questions, you want some information, any way we can help, you can give us a call at 630-934-1855. That's 630 630- 934-1855. You can also go to our website, alphawealthgroup.com. Alphawealthgroup.com. You can download reports. You know, if you want to send me an email, um, you can sign up for one of our classes. So a lot of inf- great information there. And uh, as I say, I want to be a resource for you on this on this retirement planning. A lot of moving parts. And I think we've covered a number of them today. Um you know, there's. I try to keep it simple. You know that. I've said there's really just five pieces. I call it the five pillars to your plan. And if we think about that, you know, I posed this question at the last class. I said, if, you know, how would you define your retirement plan? If I pose that question to you, what would you say it is? It's not about getting to a number. A lot of times we see, well, if I could have $2 million, that's my plan. And that's laudable. But keep in mind, as I was just talking about with this couple I met with, um, you know, that's an asset, not an income. We really have to be careful because if you think about it, um, again, assets can run out, savings can run out, income is lifetime. So when we talk about Social Security, when we talk about pensions, when we talk about annuities, these things are lifetime incomes. They don't, they come in regardless, remember the test, regardless of the market, regardless of what you have in savings and investment, and regardless of what age you are. So it's important that this is kind of the cornerstone. Those other pieces, which I talked about, which kind of fall into this end of year tax planning, Roth conversions. You have until the end of the year to do a Roth conversion. You have until the end of the year if you want to establish a health savings account. Um, you know, you can fund it up to April 15th, but you have to have it set up before the end of the year. You have until the end of the year um, to max out your 401k plan. You know, if you don't, well, you've lost a year. And if you're one year closer to retirement, this is important stuff. And so this is why I offer this. I can't get into every single thing. And so that end of your planning report, as I said, and I also like to provide worksheets and tools so you can reference reference materials. Whether uh, And that's why I said I would include the tax table in there so you can figure out, hey, maybe I do Roth conversion systematically over the next five to ten years. A lot of times there's opportunity when you retire. I've come across this quite often where someone retires, their wages go away, and they're in a 12% tax bracket. And I said to them, look, you can move money over 12% and never pay tax on it again, which you probably put in pre-tax at a much higher tax bracket. And this stuff gets exciting. Um, So these are things that you want to take a look at. As I said, if you want that report, I'll get it out to you. Since I mentioned it, I'll offer it again. 630-934-1855. This is the end of your planning report. Things that you can do this year. Again, December 31st is coming up. Um, there's things that we can start to look at and, uh, and that will be impactful. That's my opinion. 
So if you want that report, 630-934-1855, the end of year planning report. If there's something specific, please let us know. We can customize this information for you. Okay, I talked about Roth versions. I talked about employer plans. I talked about HSAs, health savings accounts. Let me make one other comment about uh, another thing to keep in mind. You have until the end of the year to take what are called required minimum distributions. Okay, so these laws have changed a little bit. Starting next year, required minimum distributions are the amounts you need to take out every year um, from your retirement accounts. And um, that's just the way it is. I mean, right now it's 72. It's going to go to 73 next year. The SECURE Act changed that. So um, keep in mind, you have a certain amount you have to take out. There's what's called the uniform table. You can look it up. There's actually numbers you divide by each year. The first year you divide by 27.4. So whatever the value is of all your retirement accounts, add them up, divide by 27.4, and that's what you take out. Now, 27.4, I think, is about 3.6%. Why doesn't the table just say 3.6%? I don't know, because that's too easy. So every year, you know, you divide by 27.4. The next year, you divide by 26.5. The next year, you divide by 25.6. So this is how these required distributions work. If you do not take that amount by December 31st, so hopefully this is a motivator, uh, it's a 25% penalty. 25% penalty. It used to be 50%, by the way. They changed it. But think about it. If you were supposed to take out $10,000, so if you had 274000 in retirement accounts, this is easy math. I'm going to keep it simple. Divide by 27.4. You need to take out 10000 a year. Okay? If you don't take that out, 25%, that's a $2,500 penalty. So something we don't want to miss. One other comment I'll make on required distributions. Anyone that has inherited an IRA, okay, from a non-spouse beneficiary. So you cannot assume ownership of a retirement account Um, if you're not a spouse. By the way, spouses can assume ownership. This is important as part of your planning, too. That's why typically I say make the spouse the primary beneficiary, um, not so much trust, and then the children can be contingents. You can name the trust, but that's a a discussion for another day. But um, a child who has inherited an IRA, this is prior to 2019, you have required minimum distributions, too. So keep in mind, uh, this is important to understand. And, and, and so one of the other takeaways I want, to be, I want you to understand on this too, this is why getting back to when I talked about Roth conversions, right? Because, and I said that what it accomplishes, because it's not that uncommon where people will say, I've got to take this money out. Yes, you do. <laughs> okay, that's why it's called the requirement of distribution. Well, what if I don't need it? Doesn't matter, right? Take it out. Pay the tax on it. You can do what you want with it. You can reinvest it. You can spend it. You can do whatever you want. But you have, that's what are called required minimum distributions. So this is sometimes why when we talk about IRAs and why you hear me talk about forward tax planning, okay, um, because we talk about this being a tax. You've maybe heard the phrase. It's used um, uh, tax time bombs because a lot. some people will say, I'm going to defer. I'm going to defer. I don't need the money. I don't want to pay tax on it. Well, at some point, you have to take the money out. And by the way, we don't know what tax rates are going to be in the future. So if you're doing conversions, which I just talked about, or you're doing Roth 401ks as opposed to the pre-tax or traditional 401k, there are no required distributions. So this is why when I talk about 
doing planning that's going to be impactful down the road. This is what I mean. And so, I, again, I just, I just wanted you to be aware of some of these rules. And I know there's a lot of them. But um, that's why I put this report together. Um, and it, as I said, this end of your planning report has ideas in there and things that you can do every year, right? Capital gains. I didn't get into that. But keep in mind, you, um, you, know, you may have some losses from, from last year still. You can take those and you can deduct those from your gains. Those, those are tax deductible. You have until the end of the year to do that. And so those are things that all come into play. Um, if you want a gift, 529 plans. For those of you who have children or grandchildren, um, you can gift um, to them 17000 per person per year. It doesn't have to be just 529s. But keep in mind you have uh, gifting rules. You have an annual limit, 17000 per person per year. So you can give 17000 to a child on December 30th, and on January 1st, you can give another 17000 That's 34000 over that period. So, again, some rules to, to consider. And, and as I said, a deadline coming up. So if there's things that you've been thinking about and things that you might want to do, um, this is an opportunity to get that. So that's why I offer these end-of-year planning reports and, um, and understanding what some of your options are. Okay, um, If you want that, again, we'll get it out to you, and I'll include some of the other information on it. Uh, as well, the I meant the tax table can be included in there. Um, I think that's important to understand too where you stand from a marginal tax bracket. Not only from the standpoint of doing these Roth conversions, but but understanding where you're at from a standpoint of uh, I'm, I'm a big fan, as you know, of informed decisions. You know, it's just like you may be surprised. By the way, as I said, by the end of this year, that means there's only two years left on these lower tax brackets, at least based on current law. You know. You may be surprised. You know, you're in a, is these are the joint numbers, or if you're filing uh, jointly, uh, up to about 190,000, you're in a 22% tax bracket, right? And then it goes all the way up to 364,000, you're in a 24. Now, I don't want to minimize taxes, but keep in mind, historically, there are lower taxes. So the point is, do I pay on the seed, not on the harvest? I can do some things at these tax brackets to never pay tax again. So this is why I include that, too. I want you to kind of, these are things that now may impact our decision process. So if you want that, again, we'll get that end of your planning report out there with the tax tables. If you want something specific, we will include that. So give us a call, 630-934-1855, 630-934-1855. If you want that information or anything you do, we can help you with before we go, we also have some classes coming up. I mentioned you can go to our website and register. We have one coming up this week. We're probably going to post some more for October as well. So if you want to attend one of our classes called The New Reality in Our Retirement, you can do that. Um, as always, I hope this has been helpful for you. We've given you some good ideas and actionable items. We'll be here next Sunday at 7 a.m. I'm Tom Fortino. Thanks for listening to This Week in Wealth on 720 WGN. Tom Fortino is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors, LLC, and SEC Registered Advisor. Alpha Wealth Group, WGN, and RWA are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with professionals specialized in fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed,
redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims-paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by retirement wealth advisors. Insurance and annuities offered through Alpha Wealth Group, licensed in Illinois. Tom Portino and Alpha Wealth Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.